0: And welcome to Who Wrote This?, where the telephone game meets plot summaries. I'm John Sansoni, joining me as always is Jackson McKee. Hola. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, let me explain how this works. Each week, one of us will watch a movie, while the other only reads online summaries, from Wikipedia or otherwise. Afterward, the one who only read about the
1: movie must describe what exactly happened to the other, and panic is sure to ensue. Due to the nature of this podcast, spoilers are bound to happen, so a spoiler warning is in effect. You have been warned. And also, just as a heads up, this is the last episode we will be releasing in a while due to how scheduling is working out. This week, I read about
0: and Jackson watched 2021's The Suicide Squad. Just a disclaimer for this episode, this movie is rated R, so there may be some content that you
1: don't exactly want children to hear. You've been warned. Starring Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Idris Elba as Robert Dubois or Bloodsport. John Cena as Christopher Smith or Peacemaker, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg, Sylvester Stallone as the voice of King Shark, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, David Dastmalchian as Abner Krill slash the Polkadot Man, Daniela Melchior as Cleo Cazzo or Ratcatcher 2, and Peter Capaldi as Gaius Greaves or the Thinker. The film follows the titular Suicide Squad, a team of superpowered convicts seeking reduced sentences as they travel the south, the south American island of Corto Maltese. After a military coup, they are tasked with destroying all traces of Project Starfish, an extremely powerful extraterrestrial weapon, which the US government has deemed unsafe in the hands of the Corto Maltese government. The film made $168.7 million against an $185 million budget. It holds a 90% critic score and an 82% critic audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, a 70 out of 100 on Metacritic, and a B+ on CinemaScore. So, this movie. We're back we're back in the realm of superhero
0: movies. And this one is made by James Gunn, if you recognize that name. He's a pretty prolific writer and director. And is known around the superhero circles as the director of the critically acclaimed Guardians of the Galaxy
1: series. Yeah. And he also wrote the 2000 Scooby-Doo movies. I know that. And he directed a horror movie as well. So... With that being said, I think it's we can just go straight into it. Yeah.
0: Intelligence officer Amanda Waller assembles two tax, Task Force X teams, colloquially do- known as the Suicide Squad, which comprise Belle Reve penitentiary inmates who agree to carry out a mission in exchange for shortened sentences.
1: Yes, so there are two teams. The first, we don't know about the second team until about 10, 15 minutes into this movie. The first team is comprised of Blackguard, played by Pete Davidson, Nathan Fillon as TDK, or The Detachable Kid, Flu Borg as Javelin, Mailing Ng as Mongol, Mongal, and Sean Gunn as Weasel, and finally... Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, and Brian Durlin as Savant, as and Michael Rooker as Savant, sorry. Brian Durlin is Savant's real name. So this team ends up not dying, not surviving. <laughs> um, well, it, with the exception of two, Flag and Harley Quinn survive the, fir- the beach. Sent to the South American island nation of Corto maltese after its government is overthrown by an
0: anti-American regime, the teams are tasked with destroying the Nazi-era laboratory Jotunheim. Which houses the secret the secret experiment project Starfish. One team, which we had just talked about, is almost entirely wiped out by the Corto Maltese military upon landing.
1: Can we talk about this scene? Yeah. So the first, so they're flying in like a military transport of some form, like it's a, it's one of those planes with two helicopter propellers on it. Right. And they're all jumping out into the water. Everyone makes it, and then Weasel is the last one to jump out. Weasel can't swim. So he drowns immediately. Oh. He immediately is done. Yeah, if I
0: remember, like he, they just, they just kind of sit on him just, like, drowning for a minute. Just like,
1: yeah, they just, like, it's really long. Yeah, no, and then Savant brings him to the beach and goes, the weasel is dead. Okay, and they're all like, come on. And the team, Amanda Waller's team, by the way, has placed bets on who survives this mission and who doesn't. They bet on this. Why? I don't know. Cause it's how they get, how they have a good time. I guess I don't know. They bet on who's going to survive. Well, that should that
0: which you know does set up a pretty clear picture of how the how this movie treats the Suicide Squad and how it treats its own humor.
1: Yeah, and um, this first scene of the first person to guy, die is Pete Davidson's Blackguard. He's just an idiot, but yeah. he steps up to the. Off the beach, they're hiding in, like, this little, I guess, I don't know if it's a cliff, but, like, a step? Like, a step? Something like, yeah, something like that. And they, he steps up and goes, hey, guys, look, I'm here. I I called you. I I called you about this. Everybody's here. They're all hiding right behind us, behind this beach here. Immediately shot to the face. Yeah, I remember, like, they just, they kind of sit there, and he...
0: If I remember correctly, like it, they they do
1: linger on his on the hole in his head pretty long, mm. kind of, and then everybody and then all hell breaks loose. Everybody dies. Boomerang successfully kills a couple of them and then gets wiped out by a helicopter. So does Mongal, who jumped on said helicopter to take it down. So those two are dead. Um, who else died? Javelin is just shot up. TDK was actually kind of funny. Yeah, TDK like starts throwing his arms. No, he doesn't throw his arms, no, he, or he, like His deta- arms physically detach from his body oh, yeah. and just fly around. And he, what's funny is this was an earring joke because the beginning of the movie was um, people talking to him like, what does TDK stand for? It's an acronym. What does TDK stand for? And he goes, me. It stands for me. And then the CIA guy goes, Colonel Flag, dispatch, the detachable kid. It pauses for a minute and cuts to him, and he goes, TDK, 2 o'clock, TDK does his thing. And Harley Quinn goes, TDK is the detachable kid? And then they he gets shot immediately. Actually, it's kind of funny. They shoot his arms, and he's just, like, writhing in the background.
0: <laughs> right, because...
1: Because they're still part of
0: him. He can still feel them. They're just not attached to him. Yes, exactly. So, only team leader Col- Colonel Rick Flagg and Harley Quinn survive. The ambush on the first team serves as a diversion, allowing the second team to enter the country undetected. Led by assassin Bloodsport, the surviving team consists of
1: Peacemaker, King Shark, Polka Dot Man, and Rat Catcher 2. Yes, so... It cuts, so they're all dead, and then it cuts to three days earlier. Bloodsport is cleaning the prison, because I guess that was his job for the week. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's cleaning the prison, and Waller's like, Bloodsport, and he essentially tells her to piss off. I'm not joining your suicide squad. He literally tells her, I'm not joining your stupid suicide squad. And then she threatens his daughter. She th- Waller threatens to have his daughter sent to Bell Reeve, and... Subtly hints that his daughter would be killed within the first couple of days of her being there. That's that's screwed up. Yeah. And so he gets Waller. And so Waller gets him to agree. And then they go and get everybody else. The first person they get is Peacemaker, who Waller gives a description of. his, His father trained me since birth, was trained him since birth to be a perfect assassin. Bloodsport looks at her and goes, are you kidding me? This is exactly what I do. But better. Yeah, he says, but better. Yep. And then they have a whole discussion about how he can be better. It gets to the point where he's like, I use smaller bullets. And Buzzwords like, what? And he goes, my bullets go straight through your bullet holes without even touching the sides. I, I can, I mean, surprisingly,
0: like I was, when I when I was reading this, uh before i before i watched the movie I, cuz i watched this movie on a plane so i don't remember a lot of it yeah but from what i do remember john cena does pretty well in this movie yeah, yeah he he's he's not a bad actor no. i think you know when you're when you're trained to train to the ww when you have to pretend like you know everything hurts all the time which i'm sure it does but like you 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 have to ham everything up it it kind of fits well for
1: action movies. Yeah, it really does. And his follow up series was incredible. Was one of the better ones I've seen. Oh yeah, the the HBO Max series. Yes. Uh, King Shark. They get so Peacemaker and Bloodsport walk in. They walk through this little room, and King Shark is sitting there reading an upside down book. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so King Shark, by
0: the way, voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Um, I remember reading something a while back where James Gunn was – or maybe it wasn't like a – but I remember hearing an interview from James Gunn where he's talking about uh the character of King Shark. And apparently he wrote the character of King Shark specifically with the intention that Sylvester Stallone would play the character. And when he called him, he explained it as just this dumb walking shark, and Sylvester Stallone was like immediately in. Yeah.
1: Well, it was funny too because he goes – because Peacemaker is, like looks at the looks at King Shark and goes, "Can he talk?" King Shark immediately goes, "Book read, <laughs> so smart me," and then keeps walking, and then goes, "Well, he's." And then Waller goes, "Well, he's stupid. He's developed an affinity for human flesh, so don't get too close to him." I'm almost certain that's going to come up later. Yep. And so, Ratcatcher two is the next person they find, and she's in the woman's wing, and she's sleeping, and Waller wakes her up. And she wakes up, and she walks out, and Peacemaker makes a joke, and is like, what happened to the original rat catcher? He couldn't afford him. Waller just goes, he's dead. This is his daughter. (laughs) Ends the conversation there. Gets her up, and she comes walking out. She's got a little rat on her shoulder that she's named Sebastian. Right. And she goes, say hello, Sebastian, and he... And he raises his hand out to to shake someone's hand. And Bloodsport looks at him and goes, I'm not shaking the rat's hand. And then finally we meet Polka Dot Man, who is just this really depressed looking guy. (laughs) Like he just looks depressed. Mm -hmm. And he's got a little collar on and they're like, what is his – everyone's like, what's his deal? And he goes, they call him the Polka Dot Man. And Peacemaker goes, what does he do, shoot Polka Dots at people? Yes, and Waller goes silent. And he goes, "Oh my God!" He does, <laughs> and so that's. And then they have this whole briefing explaining the Jotunheim, explaining Jotunheim and what they what Waller wants them to do. So,
0: scroll all the way back up here. I I went all the way down to like read the bio of uh of uh Polka Dot Man. Waller orders the squad to find Flag, who escaped from the military but was captured by rebel soldiers. Yep. the team find the rebel base and massacre the soldiers, only to learn that the flag that flag had been saved by rebellion leader Sol Soria.
1: Yeah, so I, there's a scene before this I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. So they make camp for the night because they land at night and they need to stop and rest for the night, right? They take a little nap. And Sebastian the rat comes crawling up to Bloodsport and, like, gets attention. He looks over. King Shark is almost eating Ratcatcher 2. Like, he's got her lifted up and has her whole head almost in his mouth. Like oh, a no. sandwich. And so Bloodsport shoots him, and then they calm down. Get him calmed down, and Ratcatcher 2 is like, I don't believe you would try to eat me. And then the rat's like, oh, yeah, he definitely tried to eat you. Yeah, he absolutely tried to eat you. <laughs> and then summons a bunch of rats. 2 summons a bunch of rats. We learned Bloodsport has a rat phobia.
0: Why would they? Why would
1: they put him on a team with because someone who he, explicitly controls rats? Because it wasn't his decision, and he's an assassin. So why would he reveal his liabilities?
0: Oh yeah, that was his
1: reasoning. And so they go to the camp, the rebel base camp, and so first they have King Shark eat a guy. Ratcatcher 2 has some rats. Actually, they have this whole joke about, like, how Peacemaker is supposed to be the Peacemaker. And he's just a like, warmonger. Nothing like a bloodbath to start the day. That's what he says. And then when asked, isn't he supposed to be the Peacemaker, his response is, I cherish peace with all my heart. I don't care how many men, women, or children I have to kill to get it. Huh. <sighs> Yeah, and then she looks at Polka Dot Man and goes, "I thought you were supposed to be the crazy one." He goes, "I am." <laughs> yeah. And so they go around killing everybody. Bloodsport and Peacemaker have this little competition to see who can kill more people in a more stylistic way. Right. It's very. It's a very cool scene to. It's entertaining to watch. Of the two of them. And then it gets to the end, and Peacemaker shoots a guy. And Bloodsport looks at him and goes, and the guy doesn't die and. Bloodsport goes, non-lethal, you lose. And he goes, exploding compression bullets. And then the guy The explodes. guy blows up. Yep, there we go. <laughs> and then when Bloodsport responds, nobody likes a show-off, right? No one – do you no. like a show-off, John? Not in a competition, no. And Peacemaker's response is, unless what they're showing up is dope, is dope, is, is super dope. He doesn't actually say that, but there's it's it's you cursing. get the point you get the point. And Bloodsport goes crap, that's true. And then one more, there's like a group of two, and Polka Dot Man releases the polka dots at people and kills them. And Peacemaker goes, oh, I I he wasn't kidding, he actually shoots polka dots at people. Yep. And then they're walking up to this base, and he goes, sorry, it's so flamboyant. And Rat Kaiser's like, oh, no, I think it's cool. And he goes, yeah, well, I really don't like killing people, but when I turn them into my mom in my head, and it makes it very easy. I forgot he was supposed to have a bunch of, like, a bunch of, like, mom isu- mommy issues. Yeah, no. And Plusport goes TMI, and they all pull out guns and find Flag sitting there sipping tea with Soul Soria. And they're all standing there and like, hey, Flag. And Soria goes, where are my men? And they all go, "Uh," Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and Ratcatcher go, I didn't see any men. Meanwhile, Polka Dot Man goes, I turned them into my mom in my head and killed them. Should not have said that. And then King Shark coughs up somebody's finger with a ring attached to it.
0: (laughs) Despite the group's actions, Soria agrees to help them infiltrate the capital, where they capture Project Starfish's lead scientist,
1: the Thinker. Yeah, he's got weird little extensions coming out of his head, like metal extensions. Oh. Yeah. And at this point, it's revealed. There's a little scene before this where um, the dictator, Sylvia Luna, and his um, aide, I guess, uh, right. Suarez, Mateo Suarez, meet the Thinker, and he explains what Project Starfish is. John, do you have any guesses what Project Starfish is? Uh, Well—
0: it's, it's star not of something the co- it's, it's star not something the to do with a butthole
1: it is star with the Conqueror. <laughs> yes and it shows he shows them video he shows these people video of what starro can do like he shows star releasing the little star spawn people and then infecting these astronauts and then right whatever and showing what starro can do and then they agree like okay I will we will work together because you are just a scientist you are not loyal to the Former family, to so the family who used to rule this place. So we will let bygones be bygones there, and just let you continue your work. Have a nice day. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So that's that's it's pretty blasé. Not really much of a reaction. Yeah. No, it's nothing. Huh. So. Harley, but now we're shifting back to Harley. Harley is captured by the Corto Maltese government and taken to their new dictator, Sylvia Luna, who wishes to marry her. After learning of Luna's plans to use Project Starfish, Harley kills him and escapes. She joins the others who use the Thinker to break into Jotunheim and begin
1: rigging it with explosives. Oh my gosh, talk about an oversimplification! Yeah, there's a lot here that they just miss. So Harley is taken and they spend the day with she spends the day with Sylvia Luna. The first time she sees him, he's in like a speedo coming out of a hot tub. Right. And so they spend the day together and then he sits her down and goes, You know, I didn't really want to marry you, but now I kinda do. She's like, Okay, cool. And then they they do um they do the adult thing. Right. If so you know you know. Yeah. We're, we're not going to explain it. We're not going to explain what's happening. And then Luna goes on a little r- tangent about how he's going to use Project Starfish to hurt and control anybody who speaks out against him. Children, women, whoever. You diss the Silvio Luna political regime straight to Jotunheim with you. And
0: you become one of those star things.
1: And Harley shoots him with an antique gun. And explains like, I promised myself if I ever saw any red flags, I would kill the guy because in my life, bad people like this never go away; they come back.
0: Surprisingly healthy, for you know someone who was seen as Joker's side uh, side chick for like so much of this of the of her existence as a character. But I mean, isn't Harley Quinn like a psychiatrist or like originally the, yeah. originally was a psychiatrist?
1: I mean, that's yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then she escapes. She she, she does this really cool scene. <laughs> she has this really cool scene. <laughs> but I won't go too deep into that one, just because it's a lot to explain. She kills pretty much every Corto Maltese guard in the building oh. with varying guns and javelins. She kills one of them with a, a piece of her dress and a knife. Just a teen – just a – Piece of her dress and a knife. Yeah, and she doesn't even have the knife. She tears off a piece of her dress, like, wraps it around the guy's arm, and slits his own throat with it. It was cool. Then she kills all of them, gets Javelin's javelin, which he she has been carrying around because he told her to carry it around, but he didn't say who to carry it around for. That's her whole motif throughout the movie is, I don't know who I'm supposed to be carrying this for. So she's just carrying a – and it's just a plain javelin, right? It's not like – It's gold. Oh. It's shiny. But um, other than that, she rejoins the others who are halfway up trying to help her escape. She hugs Flag and is like, oh, thank you for coming to rescue me. And Bloodsport looks at her and goes, what's with the javelin? And she goes, I'm waiting for God to tell me. To which Bloodsport responds, Jesus Christ – And she responds, yeah, or him too. (laughs) That's her response (laughs) to this. (laughs) Yeah, him too. (laughs)
0: This is very much a James Gunn movie.
1: Um, Yeah. And then they break into Jotunheim by ambushing the thinker at a gentleman's club. Oh. And then Flag, Bloodsport, and Peacemaker get captured, but then they break out very easily. I am... I'm shocked, I tell you. Right? And then they have this whole little montage about what's going to happen. And so they're like, if we find out any information you gave us is false, you die. They're telling this to the thinker. The squad is telling this to the thinker. Right. If any information you you tell us is false, you die. If you leak any information that we give you, you die. And then Harley Quinn comes in and is like, if you have personalized license plates, you die. If you cough without covering your mouth, you die. See, that's the one where I where I'm not nor sh- I'm not surprised. I would do that too. And then Flag goes, you know, I, I no, that's not true. But I don't feel like I need to say this. But that's not an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. And so they break into Jotunheim, and has this really cool scene where they break in and kill pretty much all the guards standing outside. King Shark rips a guy in half. Yeah. It was cool. It It's cool to watch. It's not, like, a good thing to have happen to you. Well, yeah. And, like, Bloodsport shoots a guy in his eye. Flag kills two people with a shotgun in one shot. It's a cool scene. But we, don't, I don't. It's hard to describe without watching it. Flag
0: and Ratcatcher 2 enter the Project Starfish Laboratory with Thinker and find... Star of the Conqueror.
1: Yay.
0: A giant starfish-like alien that creates smaller versions of itself to kill people and control their bodies, which we had touched on previously. Uh, the Thinker explains that Star Wars was brought to Earth by the U.S. government, which has secretly funded the experiments for decades using Corto Malte's citizens as test
1: subjects. Very, very Cold War. Yes, and Thinker goes on this whole monologue because Flag is, like, clearly grimacing at this site. Right, and Ratcatcher's like we have to help these people. To which thinker replies, "You can't. There's corpses under there." And then it cuts to all of his experiments of like there's a person getting cut in half. There's a person missing their head, but it's the star is still on it and they're still functioning. Someone has the star taken off, but it's just re- unrevealed skin, like the skin's right. been torn off. So like in the shape of a starfish. <laughs> yeah, so you can imagine that. And then Flag is clearly grimacing at this fact, and Thinker goes on this whole thing and is like, unclench your jowls, Flag. We work for the same person. Wow. And then explains the whole history, and then Ratcatcher 2 goes, oh, oh, gosh, what does he say? She says something to him, and he goes, um, oh, yeah, He goes, "We ha-, she goes, we have to help these people, and he goes... The American government did not send you here to help these people or stop these illegal experiments. They sent you here to cover up your part in it. Their part in it. So they were never there to destroy Starfish because it's a danger. They were there because the U.S. government didn't want their part in it to be revealed.
0: With that being said, an enraged flag decides to leak a hard drive containing evidence of this, but is killed by Peacemaker. Who is under orders from Waller to
1: cover up the U.S.'s involvement? Yes. So, Flag has the drive and goes, and Ratcatcher goes, "Where are you going to send that? Where are you going to? What are you going to do with that?" And he goes, "I'm going to leak it. To, I'm going to give it to the press." And Peacemaker comes up, cocks his gun, and goes, "I can't let you do that. Miss Waller sent me here so that those drives never leave this place." And then he goes, "This is nothing personal." And then Flag has this whole thing. And he goes, "Like this feels pretty personal." they experimented on children. Peacemaker is like no one said what they did is right, but this causes an international incident if it gets out. Right? I mean, yeah, no that's that's true. That's that that is very true. And so Peacemaker flag repeats the, the expense, who they experimented on and then Peacemaker goes any I will Anything is worth the price of peace. No one said they're doing is right, but this is for peace. And I will kill a great war hero like you to get it. Anything for the cost of—any cost is worth it for the peace of this nation. I will kill you for this if I have to. So they fight in Ratcatcher 2. Flag has one of the best lines in the whole movie. You ready for this, John? What? So Flag and Peacemaker fight, and they end up in, like, a bathroom stall. Like a bathroom. What was a shower at some point? Might have been like a decontamination shower. Like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Kind of. Right. So they're standing there. Flag has like a pipe on his neck, on Peacemaker's neck. And Peacemaker stabs him with a shard of shattered tile. And it cuts in on his heart and stuff. Right. And then Peacemaker, Flag, as he's dying, goes, Peacemaker, what a joke. And then dies. That is a hard line. And Ratcatcher 2 sees all of this happening. And so she flees with Sebastian with the drive. And Peacemaker follows her and nearly gets to the point of killing her. Like he's holding a gun. To her and is like, I'm sorry, kid. I don't want to kill you. And she's like, Take the drive and just let me live. And she goes, He goes, No, I'm thorough. Oh my God. <laughs> so,
0: <sighs> meanwhile. A skirmish between the rest of the squad and the military leads to Polka Dot Man uh, accidentally setting off the explosives prematurely. As Jotunheim crumbles, the drive falls into Ratcatcher 2's possession. Peacemaker attempts to execute her for knowing the
1: truth about Starro, but Bloodsport shoots him and takes the drive. Yeah, so theres I forgot to mention this earlier. There's a guy that helps them get into the city of Corto Maltese, and his name is Milton. Milton. Milton's been coming along for this whole ride, and he's been like their driver. And then, Milton decided to come with to help plant explosives. King Shark was planting explosives too before the whole Peacemaker thing. He showed Peacemaker an explosive that he shaped into the shape form of a little person. Oh, that's and he had a very nice. sweet gesture, goes Peacemaker. Yeah. <laughs> And shows it to him and Peacemaker's like, that's very nice. Just put it on the wall. Puts it on the wall, whatever. And so they're setting up the explosives and Milton dies. Milton gets shot up by the military. And Polka Dot Man goes, they killed Milton. And Harley Quinn is like, who's Milton? Oh, yeah, because she doesn't know. She doesn't know about him. And so she's like, who's Milton? And Bloodsport's like, Milton was still here? I thought he was still on the bus, on their little, like, transport. He's like, no, he came with and helped. Why would you let him come? They didn't notice he came with. <laughs> and during this whole time, King Shark is upstairs playing around in an aquarium with, like, little weird jellyfish-looking things. Who have who he has called his new dumb friends. And he's running around and having a great time up there. So, anyway... Back to polka dot man here. He – his polka dots have some form of flammatory property to them. I don't exactly know what it is, but there's some form of flammatory property to it. Flammatory. Like there's some right. something that causes it to light on fire. Stuff's light on fire. And so they're mourning Milton. He's mourning Milton, and the military comes up, and he goes – unleashes all of his dots, and some of the dots fall on the explosives. They blow up, right? Right? Happens when you stick fire on a stick of TNT, John. Right, it blows up. It blows up. So that happens, and King Shark falls from the roof, what is essentially the roof, and is eaten by these things. He's just called new dumb friends. He, it's such a sad betrayal because he was so happy, and then he died. He gets, he doesn't die. He gets eaten by them, and he's like,
0: no, yeah.
1: And so then the building is collapsing, and Bloodsport falls through, like, three stories on one platform.
0: Oh, like he's standing on it, and that platform falls yeah, through Yeah, just through falls, street. like,
1: boom. Stop. Boom. Until he lands where Bloodsport, or not Bloodsport, where Peacemaker is about to execute um, Ratcatcher. And he stops for a minute, looks at Bloodsport, looks at the ground, looks up at Peacemaker, no, actually, Ratcatcher looks at him and goes, he killed Colonel Flag. And Bloodsport immediately whips out his gun, Peacemaker draws his, and they shoot. You get this really cool shot of Peacemaker's bullet. John, you have to look at him. Yeah. Peacemaker's bullet and Bloodsport's bullet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're colliding, and then it collides, and Bloodsport's bullet goes through Peacemaker's bullet. Oh. And hits Peacemaker in the throat. Call back to the, I use smaller bullets. Smaller bullets. bullets right, hey th- that's a good that's a good setup, yeah, and so they he drops and they run away, and then she's like, it's trying to get out. What's trying to get out? starro, and then starro bursts out, roars goes,
0: ah. right,
1: so starro
0: esca- starro escapes the destroyed Jotunheim, kills the thinker and much of the military, and begins taking control of the
1: island's population, yeah. So Starro bursts out and looks and goes, okay, kind of look at it. He tore the Thinker in half, by the way. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Well, not in half. Like, he took off the Thinker's arm and leg. Right. And let the momentum swing the Thinker into a window, and he went splat. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. And then he releases his little spores, and they start taking over the military. Not sports, but, like, spawn. Yeah, the little things. The little versions of himself. Right. And Ratcatcher 2 catches on and goes, cover your faces. Like, she looks at her squad members and goes, cover your faces. Right. Because that's how Starro latches on is he gets the face. He he goes on your face. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Ratcatcher puts her mask on. Harley Quinn just, like, hides her arms like this. Right. Uh, Polka Dot Man just starts slapping them out of the air. And Bloodsport is just shooting them. Meanwhile, King Shark has stood up and has killed some of the military as well and is, like, hiding his face. But I don't think— I don't think
0: his face would— His
1: face would not work the way it's laid out that Astaro could do that to him. Right. So, but then Starro starts walking towards the population of the city. That's bad. Yes. With his whole military after saying, this city is mine.
0: Waller tells the squad that their mission is complete and orders them to leave, but Bloodsport decides to lead the team in fighting Starro. Waller attempts to execute them for this, but her subordinates knock her out.
1: Yeah. So Waller, they had knocked communications out with Jotunheim. Jotunheim had like a cell jammer on it. Right. So they couldn't get communications through. Communications come back online and they go, okay. So, Task Force X, you can turn around and come home. And Bloodsport, well, actually, Ratcatcher 2 goes, we need to help these people. And Waller essentially goes, yeah, well, do you... no, your mission was to destroy Jotunheim. You did that. If anything, the government will see this as a win for us. Because it got rid of a antagonistic government towards the United States. So Waller says, I don't really care. <laughs> let this alien have this island. That's brutal. Yeah, and then but Bloodsport turns around and is like, "Come on." And so they walk away. They start walking towards Sorrow and so Bloodsport then Ratcatcher, then Harley Quinn looks at no, then King Shark goes and goes, "Where go, friends?" and runs <laughs> after them. And then Harley goes I looks at Pokemon and goes, "I know what I'm carrying the javelin for." and runs after them. And the polka dot manager is kind of standing there by himself and decides to run after them. And this whole time, Waller's going, this is your last warning, Task Force X. I will. This is your last warning. Turn back now. And nearly gets the button off on Bloodsport. Because, oh, right, we didn't explain this. Yeah, don't they have, like, things in their neck that she can just blow up whenever? Yes, they have little nanobombs in their necks that she can blow up. It's her way of keeping them in line is they inject a neck, the neck in they inject this into their neck and then if Waller decides to that they are being unloyal like if they abandon their mission or anyway and try to escape that bomb gets blown up and she nearly gets the bomb blown up on Bloodsport but one of her subordinates hits her in the head with a golf club Huh? and Waller is knocked unconscious and the rest of the team goes okay we're going to help Task Force X now because this is morally wrong That's all that really happens there. So,
0: Starro kills Polka Dot Man. Harley pierces a hole in its eye, and Ratcatcher Two summons the city's rats to sh- chew
1: Starro to death from the inside. Yep. So, they have this really—you qu- know—that Avenger—that scene in the first Avengers movie where it's like Barton, get on the roof. Mm -hmm. They have that, but they're not in a circle. And he goes, Harley, Bloodsport goes, Harley, go to the roof. Get the high ground. And he looks at King Shark and goes, everyone calls King Shark Nanaway because that's his name. That's his birth name. And he goes, Nanaway. monster is Nom (laughs) Nom. He pauses and goes, Monster Nom Nom? Yes. And he goes running and starts biting a hole in Starro. Ratcatcher 2 has been, I don't know where she is. And he looks at, um, this is the best setup joke in the whole movie. He looks at Polka Dot Man and goes, Abner, you know who that is? And Polka Dot Man goes, what? Who? And he goes, it's your mom. <gasps> there you go. And so Polka Dot Man unleashes his thoughts on Starro and burns a pretty substantial hole in Starro. Like, John, I need you to yeah. look at me for a second. He cuts off, like, what would be the equivalent of, like, his – from his kneecap down. Right. Of Starro's kneecap down. And Starro notices this <laughs> and writhes in pain. And as as he does, everyone else grabs their leg and goes – everyone who's under his control goes, ah, oh, on cause... the same leg. Because they're extensions of Starro. Right. And so – he gets that, and then he goes. I'm a super. I'm finally a superhero. I'm a MFN superhero, and then gets crushed. Yep. <laughs> Such a sad death. That that's so it's so sad. <laughs> he was finally happy, and then. <laughs> and so Harley, after Starro nearly destroys the city, Harley gets a hole through his eye with the javelin.
0: There's the javelin.
1: And then Ratcatcher two go. And then Starro and, sorry. So, Bloodsport and Ratcatcher are fighting off Starro extensions by killing them. Right. Because worthless—not uh, that sounds really bad. Um, casualties of war. Right. And then Ratcatcher stands up on a car and is, like, summoning her rats. The is nearly get to her, and Bloodsport tackles her to the ground for safety. And then Starro looks at them and goes, This city is mine. Which Ratcatcher Two responds, "No, this city isn't yours. This city isn't ours. It's theirs, and all these rats come tearing down the city street." Right, which gives Bloodsport starts freaking out. He curls up in a fetal position, <laughs> and Ratcatcher Two just puts his arm on her, her arm on him. And we get this nice flashback of Ratcatcher One and Ratcatcher Two, who Ratcatcher One is played by Taika Waititi. I forgot about that Famous for Kord in the Marvel movies And directing Thor Ragnarok and And Thor Love and Thunder
0: Now he's pretending to be a Portuguese guy
1: Yeah and it's a very heartwarming scene And he goes And she goes why the rats dad Why do you control the rats Because if they are the lowliest And blessed creatures among us (laughs) If they have a purpose So do we And so they kill Starro and as he's dying, Staro goes, I was happy floating in the stars. Ooh. Not
0: the best look for the American government. Nope. So, with the military diverted, Soria uh, takes control of the government and pledges democratic elections. Bloodsport forces Waller to release him and the surviving squad members. In exchange for keeping the contents of the drive confidential, and they are airlifted out of Cortemoltes.
1: Yep, and that's the end. Uh, Sebastian the rat crawls up on Bloodsport's knee, and he starts to pet him slowly, like kind of showing he's got over his fear right. a little bit. And so yeah, and then they all fly away. And as they're walking towards this plane, Nanawe is walking past all the dead bodies and goes, "Nom nom." No are you seriously thinking about food right now? No, but that one, num-num. <laughs> and it's pointing to all these corpses, and it's like, can I eat those?
0: So, in a mid-credits scene, it's revealed that Weasel, one of the first team's members, who is believed to be dead while drowning, is still alive, having survived. <laughs> yep. And in a post-credits scene... No, John-
1: yeah. that scene is awesome, because it's just him laying on the beach, and then he starts coughing, and then just kind of skitters away into the forest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... And in a post-credit scene, Waller punishes her subordinates by assigning them to a new mission with Peacemaker, who is recovering in a hospital. Yep. And I'm assuming that sets up the HBO Max series. Yes, it does. And that's it. So overall thoughts of the movie? I th- I thought it was a I thought it was certainly an atypical superhero movie, but it was certainly very enjoyable. And it works for this movie. Oh, absolutely. For the Suicide Squad, you don't really want just a bog standard one like. Like the, um... The 2016 Like one. the 2016 one, which was not good.
1: Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really did, too. King Shark is hysterical in this movie. I mean, I
0: was trying to, like, not laugh out loud and while I'm, while I'm on this plane. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so... Overall thoughts, would you recommend this movie? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too.
1: Um... Yeah, it was so funny though. He, there's a full, wholly funny scene where he like wholesome funny scene where he walks forward and is like, "I wear disguise because they're like, you can't have this giant shark walking around the streets of this city." Right. He goes, "I wear disguise," and they're like, "What disguise are you gonna wear? Fake mustache." <laughs> <laughs> and he just holds his finger above his lip, like what would be his lip. Oh. <laughs> and they're like, oh.
0: Yeah. With that being said, I think that's good a place to ever to wrap it up. Yeah. This podcast is a product of Marist Podcasting. John Sansoni and Jackson McKee hosted it, and the intro and outro song is Dial Tone 11 by Blue Dot Sessions used under Creative Commons 3. Any views or opinions expressed by the hosts are not the opinions of Marist School or the Society of Mary. So we're going to be on a bit of a hiatus here, but join us next time when we'll bring bring you in with another interesting movie. Yeah. All right. Who knows? Maybe it'll be bad. Maybe. Maybe it'll be good, but it'll probably be bad. Yeah. <laughs> it'll probably be bad.